What's up, everyone? We are back. Episode 35. We have the big one. The last one of the triple header. Race number three. Monza. You know, he... The, the famous call tag, he won in Spa, he wins in Mazza, Charles Leclerc. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be hearing that this weekend. Ooh. Well, yeah. we're definitely not hearing that. But, uh, man, man. You know what? This could have been the year where he could have won in Monaco and in Monza. I mean, it could have been. It could have been the year that actually it happened, but I don't know. But I think... I, Go ahead. This weekend, not only is it the triple header, it's going to be the third strike in Ferrari's absolute shit campaign at trying to come back in the title fight. This is the I one mean, that keeps yeah. puts them out of it. I don't. I don't even think there's a comeback in the title fight left, man. Yeah, but I mean, going into the the summer break, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're oh, gonna, yeah, we're gonna come back in the second half, and and yeah, we're coming back." Yeah, no, no they like picked up right strike. where they left off. One strike, uh, that was a shit show weekend. Two strikes, that was an even bigger disaster class. Strike three is going to be the reliability issues now. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's strategy. not a good look. We got we got pit stops. Now we got the trifecta, which is going to be the car itself is just going to explode. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I, mean, like, I hope Monza delivers though. Oh, it should. It should be a banger. But I mean. The Ferrari truck can't even bring the cars to the to the race Dude, weekend. Can we talk about that? What the hell? After after <laughs> hours of leaving uh, the Dutch Grand Prix, they're traveling, they're traveling. Boom! We see on freaking Ferrari News meme channel on Twitter, uh, their bus and basically half their pit crew. I don't know why they even decided to get the pit crew to try to fix the bus because they'd probably just make it worse. Like I, I, no, don't know, no. I don't know what dude what 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 more can they do wrong? Um, a lot. Know, we're gonna see this weekend. Honestly, we'll, this weekend we'll tell you what more they can do wrong. But uh, like damn, they're uh, they can't catch a break. They can't do anything right. And like, if you thought they already looked like a joke with their pit stops and the the leaving the tire gun out and then unsafe release. Their car didn't. Their truck broke down too, just to add the icing on the cake, right there. Yeah, I mean, in all aspects of Ferrari, it's an absolute house fire that no one's putting out. It's like that SpongeBob meme when you walk in, it's like all the SpongeBob's with everything on fire, trying to calm things down, and you have the one sitting there like, "No, everything's fine." Careful, <laughs> like, SpongeBob! Careful, SpongeBob! Careful, SpongeBob! <laughs> oh Ferrari God. season. Speaking of SpongeBob, that's what Charles Leclerc looks like in that freaking yellow suit this weekend. <laughs> I saw someone post a meme, and it was uh, when he was wearing that banana suit playing the game, <laughs> and then and then uh, it's a photo of him like with the racing suit. You know, you can unzip the top half or whatever. Oh yeah, they were like the bananas unpeeled or some shit. Really <laughs> oh my god! Now let's talk about that livery for a second. What what are your thoughts on that new livery that just dropped today? Absolute stinker of a livery. Dude, it literally looks like this car belongs in a hot dog bun. <laughs> in the worst way, yeah. <laughs> like it, 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 it doesn't look good. They should, they yeah. should have went with the full black and yellow look. Well, no, that yeah, they look like red. Or, oh, dude, no, just a full blacked out. Maybe add some red Ooh. to it. But why do they want the yellow? What's the yellow all about? 
I don't know. I, I at first I thought it was going to be a play on like oh they're they're sponsored by Shell, so they're going to do like Shell Yellow, and that's been like their title sponsor forever. And I, I thought they were going to do that, but it looks like it is just the Ferrari emblem yellow. I I just don't know what like yeah obviously it's they're celebrating Monza, you know it's their home race or whatever. The Tafasi's going to be there, but like what do they have to celebrate right now? It would be so much more gangster <laughs> if they came out in an all-black car. It, I mean, it would. Think about it. Think about it, bro. All black. Just the red 16, and they kept the Ferrari logo on the tail, on the rear tail. Like all Well, you yellow. gotta put the sponsors on there still. Oh, no. I, I know. Like, keep the, spo- keep the sponsor stickers exactly how they are, but all-black car, you know, the, the yellow Ferrari in the back, and then the red numbers with all the sponsors all the sponsor stickers around it i think that that's hard fucking sick that's hard like this looks like they did the bare minimum they're like okay let's add yellow all right we'll just throw it over here throw it over here it's like it's like they almost added paint they the question like what what do they they almost added paint like without adding paint to make the car heavier like they which makes zero sense because even just this bare bones car it was just all red and black but we saw williams in the beginning of the year literally just stripping paint off because (laughs) it's just it's it's just too heavy of a car but like benoto said it's it's obviously not the team that's wrong it's the car so maybe they do need the weight savings god dude i (laughs) brother uh, it's it's some of the most frustrating shit to read. Like, Matteo Bonotto admits there is, quote-unquote, something wrong at Ferrari, but believes the area of concern is the F-175's recent performance. What? You've got to be high. You, what, bro. They've been on a stretch where they haven't had any reliability issues, so I don't... I, I was about to say, like, it, it, yeah, maybe it is. You know what? I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It is the performance of the car, but it is not only that. It's a slew of things at Ferrari right now, and I think it starts at the top, and I have no idea why. He's like, guys, I swear it's not me. It's just the car, bro. Like, I'm not driving it, dude. I'm just giving you strats, bro. Like, it's like, but, you know, no one knows what to do during the race. I don't know. We're on plan C. Dude. How many times have you heard that this season? Literally, Chris, seven laps into races, dog. We have 40, 40 lap races, 50 lap races, sometimes 60, you know, some, some like that. And we're not even 10 laps in, and we're already going to plan B and plan C. Tell me that there's something else wrong besides just the car. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's super weird. And I mean, like, sure, you guys can do that, but like, look at Mercedes. They, uh, this, I mean, they obviously had some issues with the strategy, but, uh, not really that bad. They stuck to their, their main strategy until like, you know, safety car came and and gave them the opportunity to do something different, but they had a strategy and they stuck to it where everyone else was doing two stoppers. They said, we're going to do a one stop. And they were doing that. Like they were, they were, you got to race your own race. You can't be copying other people's races and just you know they're always reacting to what red bull does they're like oh red bull did this okay strategy c we're on c now it's like dude what no you should plan your race and just do your race 
I mean, it, it, like, like we were briefly talking about earlier, I yes, I think there's a slew of problems of things going wrong at Ferrari, but it's like you just said, race your own race, commit to a plan, and you know if it goes bad, good, you committed to something. You at least died on your sword. But right, right now, it's they, they don't, they can't even think of a plan. Well, I mean, I'm going to start there. They literally can't even think of a plan, pick it, and commit to it without changing the plan four, five, six times. Now, don't get me wrong. I say that loosely because, yes, we didn't plan on that many safety cars this past weekend. Yes, you know, shit happens left and right. You have to adjust and adapt. I get that. But they don't even have a. It seems like they don't even have a plan going to lights out. Even the races where shit doesn't go crazy, they're still going down plan C, D, E, checking off every letter in the alphabet. Literally, and you, they don't. They're discussing the plan mid race. Like these dudes aren't battling for what P four, P three, P two. Some are holding <laughs> off the lead. Some they're literally discussing the race strategy mid race. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know what to do. And spe- speaking of Ferrari and sister companies and stuff, let's talk about Haas for a minute. What's this I hear about Antonio Giovinazzi uh sitting in for Mick, I believe, on FP one this weekend. What's go- what's going on there? That is, uh, I'm sure it's probably a team obligation from Ferrari. That it is a reserve driver they have. Uh, they want to keep him in seat time, probably just to you know maintain his points for uh, keeping his super license and stuff. So th- that makes sense. And the fact that they're sitting Mick out tells me that Mick's their number one guy right now. Really? Did is he is he though? Like does does Mick feel like the number one guy right now? I think I think Mick has all the all the chips in his you know basket where he can choose where he wants to go. Because I mean, w- when uh when Williams let Nick DeVries drive, who did they sit out? Certainly wasn't Latifi. He needs to practice out there. That's true. That's true. You you do have a point. You do have a point. And and like I, Magnuson's already locked in for next year also. So uh like giving him extra seat time doesn't really help you out that it much. Doesn't, like yeah, if you're, you're trying right. to compare taking Mick Schumacher or Jovanazzi, you're gonna put them both out and, and practice together. Yeah, no, you actually now that I think about it, you're totally right. And that could hundred percent be the case. But to echo what you just said, I I do have to agree with you. I actually do think instead of Mick, you know, begging for his F1 seat, I actually do think he has not a lot of options, but a couple of options. And I do think the chips are more in his favor now, especially after these last couple of races and yeah, just the I... market and what people are trying to do. And in, like, you've got a Williams seat potentially over. We st- I, I swear, bro, like, I, I I don't know if they're ever going to decide on Nicholas Latifi until after the season. And apparently, I see I see this thing about, uh, oh, man, I, I, I'll, I'll circle back to it. I, I totally just forgot. But, um, no, like, I, I know what you're saying about Latifi, though, like, but Williams doesn't have to make a decision on Latifi because who's vying for Latifi on their team? I mean, yeah, you're you know, right. 
they can yeah. wait until like a day before next season and still get Latifi if they need it. No, I mean you're you're definitely right, and it's like, uh, oh, th- this is what I was gonna say. It with this this silly season is weird, and with these driver lineups are weird, especially for Mick and people like you know obviously Danny Rick and Pierre Gasly and uh, the whole Piastri situation. We've beaten it into the ground, but apparently, uh, Alfa Romeo's Alfa Romeo's team says they have to stay calm before making a decision on Joe Guan Yu's future with the team. And apparently Alfa Romeo set a deadline for Joe Guan Yu decision. And that, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was clear cut. I thought he was actually like, they were looking to re-sign him. I, I thought it was I'm ex- pretty. I'm excited about Joe Guan Yu. I really like him. I want to see him stay in Al- at Alfa Romeo. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even know if Alfa Romeo really has, the ability to cut a driver on performance base because it's like not right now. I mean, obviously they do. They're an F1 team. That's the name of the game, but I'm saying like right now, as they sit this year, dude, they can't even get two cars to successfully see the finish line right now. They, they can't, they, it's literally a flip of the coin. Which one's going to finish this, like this race week. And so how, how are you going to put, and it's not like he's binning the car. It's all like the car's been pristine, untouched. It's all been mechanical. So it's like it, I, I don't know how much judgment you can put into that, how much back and forth you can put into that when the races he has finished, he's shown great pace. And he's shown, yeah, he's a rookie and he's young, but he's shown everything he really kind of needs to right now. There's still a lot of racing left, but I don't know, man. I, I feel like that should have been a clear-cut signing. Yeah, you want to think so. Uh, I'm uh, right now. I'll be honest. I'm looking up to see how many races both uh, uh, both the Alfa Romeo cars finished. So give me a second. Bear with me. No, uh, you're looks good. Like they, looks like they both finished Bahrain. So there's one. Uh, then immediately the next race, uh, Botas DNF. Yeah. Then we got Australia. Australia. Damn, that was the third race. It feels like forever ago. I know, dude. Uh, Botas finished, and Jokwan, you finished, so there's two races. Next one on the list. So they're at three three finishes. Maybe they... Okay, then, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to say probably half the races they've... You know, yeah, DNF'd. I want to, like... It, it it's hard, but it, it literally feels like almost every other weekend, you know, either VB or Joe Guan Yu, they're just coming into the pits and just DNFing the car. And it's like, you know, it's I, I want some more consistency before Alfa Romeo decides to swing the 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 corporate stick of uh, we we're we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. Man, you can't even get solid data out of your driver because of the car. So what? Why? Why is this a a thing we have to talk about? I th- I think Alfa Romeo's team is great. They just they just have a shit car right now. That's it. Drivers are great. They just have a shit car. It's it's yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something that they're seeing that they don't like, and uh, we just don't know about it. I've been pretty hype on Joe. Like I mean, his first race as a rookie got points, and like we were hard on Mick for the longest time because he wasn't getting points. And, like, as soon as he got those points, like, I feel like we saw a 
giant attitude shift in him as a driver where he's actually like you know trying for once like really competitive like he looked like i don't know like a whole different driver really after that and that's why i think the chips are on his you know in his court now where he can make the the decisions for where he's going next year i think he's secured a spot for sure yeah no you're you'd be 100 percent right and i i i hope that's the case i i do hope that's the case which i think it is but i you know it, who who knows with how this is going but i mean let's uh let's talk about the red bull porsche deal collapse a little bit Let, let's what's this i hear but uh no break break this down a little bit for me you know a little bit more about this Porsche deal than i do yes so apparently i don't think it's totally off the table it's definitely not looking good and and basically it's come down to red bull realized uh, or they've said pretty much like if porsche wants to do this deal it's going to be on our terms 100% uh we you need us more than we need you basically uh Porsche was kind of coming into it thinking that they were going to get 50-50 partnership. And maybe that was the initial talks, but I don't think Red Bull is looking for a 50-50 partner because they're on the top of the game right now. And they've been, like, the last 12 years, which which constructors have been the best? Yeah. You know, Mercedes yeah. and Red Bull. They've Mercedes been and shit. Red Bull, and uh, I would sprinkle Ferrari in there in the last 10 years. But, I mean, other than Kimi winning in 07... They haven't really been like dominant, dominant Ferrari. That's what so, I'm saying. The last twelve years, you know, from 2010 to now, like it's been Red Bull and Mercedes. Oh yeah, just it. one, two, Red Bull, Mercedes, hundred percent the whole time. Yeah, but so it's like they're they're saying, hey Porsche, if you guys want to join us, you're going to do it on our terms. Porsche thought that they were going to come in. Apparently, they wanted to put in their own team principal, totally getting rid of Christian Horner, which. What do you think about that? Brother, I I don't know how can – I mean, very obviously in the future, it's an ally Christian Horner can be the forever boss of Red Bull. I get it. But I, I, I do not see a Red Bull team without Christian Horner. And the fact that they thought they could just walk in and, like, demand something like – don't get me wrong. I, if you're going 50-50 and on a deal – and you're splitting down the hat. I understand there has to be compromise back and forth, whatever. But you are not replacing Christian Horner at Red Bull, especially in in the career setting he's his right now, dude. He has Sebastian Vettel V two, like right in front of him. He he could he could win. He won last year. He's definitely winning this year. He has potential to yeah. win next year. He can he can go. He, we're literally went- watching the potential of a run right now. Dude, he went toe to toe with Lewis Hamilton and won. He yeah, beat him. and are and arguably the W twelve and the W eleven Mercedes that twenty twenty one and or that twenty twenty one and twenty twenty car Mercedes arguably probably the fastest F one car ever assembled. It's the grippiest. Yeah. It's the stickiest. It 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 goes exactly where you want it to go without losing speed. He went toe to toe with that and beat it. Now, and beat it, obviously, there's some controversy there's some controversy we get that but wrong tires for mercedes (laughs) just like last weekend just like last weekend uh but that what i'm trying to say is that he went toe-to-toe with that and there's no way that that could happen 
we see year number one of a championship. We're going to see year number two of a championship. We're literally starting the Max Verstappen era. And you want to come in and replace the team boss just because you're Porsche. Like there's no way. Yeah, that's, uh, but so I think that's what they wanted. They wanted some say also, apparently they wanted to bring in, uh, probably their guy from, uh, uh, Le Mans, I think one of their some some Porsche guy basically they want to bring him in and I'm sure he's probably like very qualified or whatever you know like uh, but you know this is this is F1 baby and uh, Christian Horner as much as he can be annoying he's definitely the face of Red Bull he's been with the team from the jump he built them to what they are today and he's probably the best team principal right now. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think he's he's got to be up there with the top top two, if not the the best team principal. I would put Toto up there just because, like, yes, I, I understand that Horner is he, – he had the four-time run with Sebastian Vettel. He's still in contention for P2 the whole time. It's not like – if he's not winning, he's coming in second. So it's really not that big a deal. But, I mean, I, I can't argue – eight constructor titles in a row for for Toto Wolf. Like that's especially when it was so controversial when Lewis switched from McLaren to Mercedes because McLaren at the time were at the top of the grid and Mercedes was like a midfield team. Now, you know, we hit the twenty ten era and basically the last decade it's been nothing but the silver arrows. So it's like You know what? We got to we got to transition this perfectly here. Port or McLaren, you were saying they used to be running the show. Now they're down pretty bad. They're down apparently they're astronomically they, bad. They could be a good target for Porsche. Could to they partner up and get into F one? They could, yeah. Would that be the best thing for them right now? I know, I know for McLaren. Yeah, they need the money, man. Bad. That's true. They just literally gave Daniel Ricardo the rest of his bag, so they're twenty million in the hole. Uh, oh yeah, they're definitely like. And think about how much money they sunk in development of a car that did not pan out at all. Yeah, and what wasn't it that what did we hear in the off season that they didn't really have access to their wind tunnel, uh, at all, like the, this past off season for this car. Really. I think I think that's what bro I like you know please please let me know in the comments if I'm absolutely capping but I I swear to you I saw something about uh McLaren McLaren's headquarters they couldn't really get access or have access to the wind tunnel over the brake so they're basically seeing the effects of it now and they basically picked a design of aerodynamics going in blind so it's oh, like, man. if that was the case, I'm not putting all my eggs in that basket, but if that was the case, I mean, one, that explains why your car's a shitbox. Two, you were set up for failure anyways this season. Three, that makes Daniel Ricardo and you and y'all's situation look even worse because if the dude was set up to fail from the jump, and I know Lando's getting fairly decent. I mean, even for Lando, bro, like his numbers are down. But it, I don't know, man. It's just I, I feel like the moment the 2021 season ended for McLaren, it was the start of their graph trending downwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I 
I feel like you could even, yeah, I guess it was last year, really, because that's when Ferrari jumped them and the constructors, and then they've just, they've just been on a slippery slope since then. They're about to fall two positions this year because Alpine's coming in hot. Yeah, they're they're literally about to fall two positions. They went from P3 in 2020 to P4 in 2021, and now they're probably going to finish P5, maybe, if by some miracle they keep sucking and come back. They might find themselves in P6. Like it, it, it's no, I, I don't think so because Alpha Romeo's P six right now, and that's true. They keep fifty DNF points and... ahead of Alpha Romeo. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But that's, but that that's not a that's not a good look. Last year it was a it was an okay look of them finishing P four because, yeah, it, if it was a close fight, if McLaren didn't have the slightly like kind of slow opening to the season and really because they really picked it up at the last half of the season if they didn't have that slow part it would have been mclaren p3 still again but ferrari figured out their car very early on and got that mm-hmm. thing moving and especially with carlos Sainz and leclerc i mean it, it, they were hungry their first year racing together so it's like it, it the battle for p1 between mercedes and red bull was great the battle for p3 between mclaren and ferrari is great that's how it should be in my opinion but I mean, we see Red Bull astronomically ahead of everyone else, and then Mercedes and Ferrari battling for P2, which is insane. Determine if you would have told me after the first two races of this year that Mercedes and Ferrari would be battling for P2, I would say you're absolutely insane. I I, I thought Ferrari and Red Bull were going to be battling for P1 the whole time, but Red Bull is, they're not even considered with the rest of this championship because they're already what 200, what, how many points ahead? Let me, let me see this real quick. We got the numbers right here. Yeah. 511 Uh, to 376. Like, dude, come on. Yeah. They're almost 200 points. Uh, No, not really. They're, they're only 135 ahead. Like, dude, it, it, but still, to, to, compared to everyone else, it's like it's like I don't, I I refuse to believe that's the case, and espe- especially what we saw at the beginning of this season with the Red Bull DNS, Mercedes looking ass, Ferrari looking like a champion, and then we just see Ferrari falling from grace the whole time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're only 135 points ahead. Only, no, no, no big deal. Just nothing major. But yeah, uh, McLaren apparently they could be a pretty prime target for Porsche to get into, to the sport. And then, um, I mean, honestly, I feel like any of these bottom teams like Williams, but Porsche doesn't want to partner with Williams. So. No hell no. They want to be in a position to at least be, either best of the rest or fighting for like P two P three type deal. This could be. I know we said it last time, uh, but this could be Andretti's chance to get into F1. See, I agree with you. I do agree with the Porsche Andretti type deal, but does Formula One want Andretti? Because the only news I hear about Andretti Motorsport and about him, you know, all them wanting to buy an F1 is exactly that. I don't hear any news from the actual FIA F1 side. I hear all the news about how badly Andretti wants to be in F1. I don't see any conversations happening. 
Yeah, but I feel like if it comes with Porsche, then uh, F1 is like, oh, okay, yeah, fine. Come their, their ears perk up a little bit more. They're like, interesting? Interesting? Don't hate it. Don't love it either. We'll allow it. <laughs> don't hate it. Don't love it either. But, no, I mean, that's basically it, man. But that was what, this week's news. Well, who who else, like, if you were going to, you know, let's say you're poor, who are you going to try to partner up with? What's, what's your move? How do you get an F1? Uh, man. I mean, good call. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, you can't do Mercedes. They're basically everything's in house with them. Uh, yeah. Red Bull, everything's gonna be in house with them. Uh, Ferrari, you're not touching. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess it would Alpine. Be, uh, the only man, the only reason I would say no is because I think that Renault engine is doing just enough to keep themselves comfortable at Alpine. Like I, it's it's one of those. It's it's like we determine Esteban Ocon. They're just just good enough to keep their position, but nothing to write home about. So I guess uh, Porsche entering F1, I feel like it doesn't entirely have to be for the power unit. I think that's what would benefit Red Bull would be for them to do power units, right? I mean, Porsche hasn't even done a F1 engine, so like. What if they wanted to come in and just help out with Alpine? They got the cash. They work on the aerodynamic side, you know. I maybe see, the hybrid, I feel you hybrid I technology. I I feel you and I agree. But if they were already upset about not of about Red Bull not letting him do almost anything and giving them what they want, do you really think a team like Alpine or they're gonna come in and be like? Hey, you know, uh, Omar, you're not the team principal anymore. You're going to go to the analytics guy. Um, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We'll give you all this money, but it comes with, you know, so, some strings attached. And but, but that's what Alpine needs. They're, they need fair. someone to come in and take them to that next level. They have too much pride, though. They have yeah, too but, much pride. They have Otmar. Yeah, but get rid of Otmar. Who cares? Like. It's all saying he hasn't proven himself like that much to like warrant not being replaceable. Like I get Christian Horner's irreplaceable, uh, you know, total Wolf's irreplaceable, but like Otmar, no, he can go. That's true. I yeah, think, I, I, guess. I think Alpine is probably the best team for them to go after. Uh, I guess my, my, my last guess would have been Aston Martin, but Lawrence Stroll probably won't play nice. So it, and they're not going to go to Williams because obviously they're they they just don't want to do that. Uh, Alfa Romeo is completely locked up by Ferrari, and Haas is kind of doing their own thing. I mean, yeah, I guess it literally would have to be Alpine or McLaren. It would it, it would Haas have to be, be to make away. sense. It, Haas it could, could be a breakaway team. Haas could be a breakaway team because they need they they need the money and they've never been funded like that. They've never had a huge influx of funding because even with the whole the whole 2018 rich energy you know scandal bullshit, or actually the 2019 actually the black and gold that car looks so nice, but it was that 
that whole scandal was so stupid. They they never saw a cent of that money. So they've never been that was going to be their first chance of being really funded like that and they never got to they never got to actually like see it. So it, yeah. it I mean it could be. They 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 could get Haas and just completely break away from Ferrari and make their own thing. It comes back to being America's F1 team and you know whatever, which I don't know how long that's going to last still. But I don't know, man. It's yeah. Uh, I guess. I guess if, it'd have to be Haas, were... McLaren, and fucking Alpine. Yeah, I think those are probably the three best. Cause yeah, uh, you don't want to go for too low of a team if you're Porsche, and you can't get into too high of a team because they're obviously doing good right now. Why do they need your help? Yeah, exactly. So you got to go for somewhere in the middle, and Haas obviously would be the least you'd be less happy with going with them versus like Alpine or McLaren. But like, I'd rather go with Haas than AlphaTauri. Well, you can't get into AlphaTauri, but like Williams or Aston Martin, like Haas, Haas, baby. I actually like, I actually like Haas. I I like that little plan. If they just came in, you know, did, did basically everything they needed to do, turn Haas around, actually gave them legitimate backing and funding. I mean, you, you, we've seen what they can do with appropriate development. We've seen how the glimpses of, oh, shit, Haas actually might be back on, on this year's grid. Like, we, we've seen it. We know it could happen. They just need the resources, in my opinion. That's it. And, and think about it. Haas is probably the least ego team. Like, they're not going to get pissed about a Porsche Haas or something, or Haas Porsche. That's you know? true. Gunther's just going to be the like, naming. oh, wow, sweet resources money i've never seen this before and like i've never seen this haas they've taken losses like their their business so like having a partner come in 50 50 you don't have to put all the money from your your real company into your f1 team that's a little project you know yeah like that's that's cool you get your marketing achieved porsche gets an entrance to f1 you get a bunch of money now now you're actually you're competitive or more so competitive that that could be a good one no, that that could be a super good one, but uh, and plus re-sign Mick Schumacher. You got a German, German driver, German. Uh, nah, hell engine. no! Kick him to Williams and fucking sign Danny Rick. Do it. <laughs> I but, I need yeah. this man. He, he's talking about taking a sabbatical. No. Nah, I don't want to see Rick go. That would suck. Like no. But I mean, hey, it it is what it is. It's gonna happen. But man, are you ready? Uh, you ready to get in these predictions? Predictions? Question? Who who Did wins? Did someone say race predictions? Yeah, man, Monza race predictions. We're gonna see some tiny rear ring, rear wings, and we're gonna see just, I mean, Ferrari overall pace. Two. Uh, Ferrari yeah, one two, baby. Do you actually think so? Like, actually? Not. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not happening. Oh, man. Race prediction, we see double DNF for the Ferraris. The wow. Year first. Wow, you literally went from one, two Ferraris to double DNF. I don't know, man. I, I actually think... <laughs> Let's see. We have Monza. It's pure. It's literally the temple of speed. It's pure straight line speed. You have, yeah, you have what? Two little tight chicanes on it, but everything else is a long ass straight. 
Uh, Red Bull dominates. I mean, Red yeah. Bull one two. Red Bull one no, two. No, I take it back. Red Bull one. Lewis Hamilton second. George Russell third. And uh, Checo fourth. And Ferrari five six. Ferrari DNF DNF one two DNF. <laughs> oh my, bro! In front of the Tafasi at their home race. That's what they need. I really hope they go <laughs> DNF because if they don't get that, they're not gonna get the wake up call. Like you need really your, not. your fans right at your home place to be absolutely pissed off, ready to storm into Marinello. I, I that's the only way they'll change. I need a bucket of tomatoes planted in each grandstand, so the moment they <laughs> DNF, they're just fucking no, no, somebody gonna, get Matteo out of there. <laughs> I'm gonna start carrying tomatoes with me just so I can, you know, light someone up whenever it's the right opportunity. I'm saying, brother, like every everybody <laughs> need. If someone sucks, man, you need a nice tomato throwing. Yeah, a good tomatoing, you could say. A good tomatoing, but uh, that's a strong prediction. I have a little bit of a different one. Obviously, it's Max winning because with the mm-hmm. way, dude, I I'm telling you, the moment that Red Bull car got their reliability checked out it it checked all the boxes it it, it's doing everything right like it's really fast was a hundred percent correct when he would rather have a fast car and figure out reliability than a reliable car and it being slow so i i totally agree he proved everyone wrong on that because it was dude the first two three races it looked pretty bleak it He's it. lucky that his rival at the time also had an unreliable car. We just didn't know it yet. This is true. This is true. But, I mean, man, it was it was looking pretty bleak for Red Bull. But, I mean, dude, it had to take an act from the Sky Daddy himself to, to get him to DNF this weekend, in my opinion, unless he just crashes out or something. But, no, I think it's a, Max, Max Verstappen winning. I am going to put George Russell in second, Lewis Hamilton in fourth, but that third place podium, I think I actually do want to give it to a Ferrari. I think Charles Leclerc comes in third again. I think Sergio Perez comes in fifth. There's going to be another unfortunate circumstance for Signs. Actually, take that back. You know what? I think Signs and Leclerc, Either of them are going to get P3, but one of them is going to DNF. There is going to be at least one Ferrari DNF this weekend. So if we're going off the theory that one Ferrari is going to DNF, it's got to be Carlos's car because Leclerc has the fresher stuff. He got the new power unit at the start of uh, this triple header. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. It's got to be Carlos's car. So, like, yeah. if if uh, if if uh, Charles comes in P3... Carlos is probably probably gonna DNF, and we'll see. Probably, I don't know. We'll we'll have. Let's see. Yeah, Max, George, Charles, Lewis, Checo, and probably an Alpine or McLaren or something like it. Mm. it so, something like that. But I mean, hey, who knows? Because with that, like I said. You you could one hundred percent be right. Charles has the most recent parts, the newer stuff. It's you know he he could be totally fine, but one of their cars are DNFing, and 
who knows? It could be a DNF to just straight mechanical failure. It could be a DNF to, you know, something, something goes wrong and someone bends it. It could, I don't know, but I don't think they're going to crash. The tire doesn't fit on the car this time. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get this, bro. Watch them have a perfect pit stop. Watch them have like a 2.1, 2.2 pit stop, but they just don't fit everything. Right. They didn't tighten the lug. (laughs) Imagine that happening. That would be literally poetic in Ferrari's storyline this year. Poetic justice. Put it in a song. Oh, yeah. Shout no, Kendrick. Yeah, I'm definitely in a Kendrick you know, mood today. Yeah, you are. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I don't think Ferrari's actually going to do a double DNF. I hope they do just because I'm pissed at them and I, I need them to have the wake-up call. But actually, no, I hope they don't because then... And Mattia Benotto would be like, see, I told you guys it was the reliability the whole time. So, shit. There's no winning here. There literally isn't. They're, they're There's in a no spot to where they, they don't look good either way. If they uh, if they go 1-2 at Monza, great. What what happens now? What, what <laughs> Congrats. You got out of the little slump you were in, but it did nothing to the race lead. Yeah, so I, I guess I, I will say, okay. I'm going to redact my original statement before I answer my prediction. Why do you think George is going to beat out Lewis this weekend? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I just feel, I, I don't know. I feel like since Lewis has already been proven, he's kind of getting put on the back burner this year because they don't, they quote unquote, don't need to worry about their seven time champion and he can figure it out on a, by himself. But that that's just my theory. Uh, it probably isn't the case, but in my opinion, since they have George and George shows just just as much pace as Lu- pace as Lewis, if not some days looks faster than him. It, they they've gotten to this scenario of okay, our equilibrium is pretty pretty balanced all the way across. We have you can flip a coin on each of our drivers out qualifying the other they're they're fairly even on all their rival, all their rivalry stats so that's that actually is a great spot to be in for mercedes mm-hmm. but they i i just feel like they just have some sort of complacency with lewis because he's a seven time mm. winner he they know they're going to he's going to be lewis hamilton they know he he's got it under control i mean we saw it we saw it so uh, early you- in the season he was the guinea pig for all the tests that's true. So, do you think the team is more focused on George Russell then, and that's why he's going to get? I, uh, I don't know if it's more focus. I just think it's less focus on Lewis. I don't think it's more. I don't think it's more in either direction. I think obviously whatever car is is pacing to be in front of the other, that's the call they're going to make. And but. You, but Lewis was faster in the last race, and and George made the call that he wanted to get the softs and pit stop. So, yeah, I guess, why, why can't it, Lewis say it, the same? No, They've no, no. Stack I know. Before. But I'm saying, is it that George is taking matters in his own hands more, or is it? Do you think maybe Mercedes is more? They're giving George a little more interest because he's the the new guy on the team, and you know it's Lewis. You know what you're getting out of him. You know, I I, I guess think I could see that. It's a little common. Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's like a weird symbiotic relationship that they have with 
if if Lewis is doing very well, it's literally race by race for Mercedes. I don't think they really prioritize anyone until they see what's unfolding in the race. If George was in the position to come in on that safety car and pit for the softs, you know, so what? He was. They're they're doing so good as a team that you know one weekend. Lewis is finishing P2 with George and P3. One weekend, George is in P2 with Lewis and P3. What like it? It it's going back and forth enough to where I don't think it's a big issue right now. But like I said, in my opinion, I don't think it's more focus on either or. I just think it's okay. You know, Lewis Hamilton is going to be Lewis Hamilton. He's proven. We don't have to baby him. We don't have to coddle him. We don't have to make his strategies for him. You know, he he obviously can, re, re, you know, give us data on the car that we can't, you know, track efficiently. We He can do basically everything, hence why he was the guinea pig for most of the upgrades, gave him the correct data, which set up both cars to be beautiful. So it's like, it's, I don't think it's more into George. I just think Lewis isn't like the top hey, we, we, we need to focus like it's his second year in F1. I, I just don't think they they have a extremely long leash on Lewis. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, so I guess I'm, I'm coming around to, to George finishing ahead of Lewis. So you're saying it's going to be Max, George, Leclerc. I'm going to one-up you and say it'll be Max, Leclerc, Lewis. And okay. then, uh, or, I mean, no, no, Max, Leclerc, George, sorry. Okay. And then Lewis for and uh checko five and hopefully carlos six or carlos five <laughs> hopefully i mean yeah either either way with them that that could be a thing but it's like i mean that's what i'm saying man it's i mean it's monza we we all know what monza is it's just going to be who can outpace the other who can get the inside i'm i would definitely keep an eye on who qualifies p2 this weekend though because we mm. go into that hairpin right right-handed chicane and whoever beats him down that straight is definitely going to have the upper hand, in my Advantage. opinion. Yeah, I, I think Monza is one hey, of those very few tracks that P2 is almost an advantage. I don't know if you saw, but last race, they were putting the stats up there, and Leclerc had a better start than uh, Max did in the race. So do we see the same thing unfold with Leclerc getting the lead on the turn one? I mean, hopefully. hey, hopefully, hopefully we see it, but... I mean, with that stat, why didn't he finish top two? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> I about to say, uh, great, he got a great start. I didn't You're say right. he, I didn't say he's holding the start. Okay. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, Monza guys, there were Monza. looking forward to it. Last one of the triple header, then we go into a little week break, coming back into it. But My, yeah, I got one question, one more question before we go, and that's uh. If Ferrari pulls off this weekend without a DNF, that would be three race weekends in a row. Have does that does that say that they kind of sorted out their reliability issues, or are we still skeptical on it? Uh, I I'll give you reliability. I'll I'll give you reliability. They at least are finishing races, but it's <laughs> that's why it's so frustrating talking about Ferrari because it could be reliability one weekend it could be pit execution one weekend it could be strategy execution one weekend it could be a bad qualifying when they have no it pressure could be performance it could, and it could be performance so it's like 
it, it went from Ferrari being a lock, locked tight box of just efficiency to everything going to shit. So it's like, yes, you're you're right on the reliability. If they if they finish this race with no DNFs, I think the reliability is good. Now, still in question is overall pace, strategy, pit execution, and just everything I, else. I, literally everything <laughs> else. Like yeah. I, I I don't know, man. Literally everything else. Hey, but let's be honest. What what's a Monza race predictions episode without a little Ferrari hate in the season? So I mean, yeah, this is of ep- course. Yeah. You got to get the Tafasi going. <laughs> this is episode thirty-five. Uh, uh, you know, I guess we could call it uh, <laughs> for the <laughs> the end of Ferrari. Um, Dude, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts that Monza has to mark the end of Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if this is their third strike and they're out of the title fighter if they do something good here and and get everyone's hopes up again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're the Lockup Podcast. Uh, YouTube. We're the Lockup Podcast on there. Uh, we're on Twitter, TLUP F1, Instagram, TLUP.F1, uh, Anchor.FM, so you can find us on all the platforms. Like You guys know what to do. You know yeah, you know at. the deal. You know the deal. But yeah, just want to wish you guys a happy rest of the day. Have a good week. Look forward to race weekend, and we'll catch you on the next one. See ya.